welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here, Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well this week. Uh, Hope you guys are preparing for fall, man, because it is almost here, like Michigan weather. Um leaves are starting to change colors which is kind of weird and temperatures are dropping it's it's much much cooler especially in the mornings we can just feel it it is just around the corner um so hopefully you guys preparing for that man because fall is a perfect time to crush it in your home service company and make more money Uh, i'm kind of excited about today's podcast it's totally something different i've ever done um i'm going to talk about the top five things i believe are most important in life and in creating a life worth living. And this is just my list. Uh, some of these things in here you may not, you know, connect with or agree with, and that's okay. Uh, you know, we're all allowed to have our own opinions. This is just my list of what I believe um, will help you create a life worth living. Um, I've even considered starting a new podcast calling it a life worth living podcast and uh, essentially bringing guests on that I believe are living extraordinary lives and talking about yes business stuff but um, much deeper than that you know faith family personal finance um, all these different things that I believe go into uh, creating a life worth living and so if you guys think that'd be cool, if you'd be interested in a podcast like that, that is like, yeah, it talks about business but it also talks about the other things in life because you guys have heard me say it in the past that your business is a great foundation to create a life worth living. Like it can create an awesome, awesome life for you, right? But it's just one pillar to your life. Like there's so many other things that create an amazing life. Business is just one of them. And I feel like, you know, we consume so much business content, podcasts, videos, whatever it is, seminars, uh, but we're only getting information on one part of the whole picture. And so, I've considered starting a new podcast talking about that and and bringing on a really, really awesome guest um, that I think would help you guys not just crush it in business, but crush it in your entire life. Um, So if you'd be interested in me starting that, let me know. Shoot me an email. Emails in the show notes. Um, If you're new to the podcast, this is not normally a podcast we do. This is a a podcast for home service business providers. Um, I myself have built a large home service company here in Michigan, and we're all about helping you scale and systemize your company so you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. So if that's you, welcome. You found the right place. Um, You will find that I do the majority of the podcasts on here. Sometimes we have guests on here. Uh, But we just talk about a little bit of everything and uh, it all comes from personal experience and it all, you know, I I never talk about things I haven't personally done. So there's that. If you're back, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Hey, we are trying to get to 100 iTunes reviews. Like, please help us. We are two away. We are at 98 iTunes reviews and we're trying to get there. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. Thank you. Please. Thank you. All of that stuff. Um, Share it out with some friends. So I create a list and uh, when I say list, I created a a list of categories that I'm going to kind of dive into a little bit and we may go deep into some and and not as deep into others. That's okay. Um, But I created a list of five things I believe creates a life worth living. 
okay? And these five things I have in a specific order, and you might be surprised in the order I have them in. And again, this is an order for me, right? Your order may switch a little bit, that's okay. Uh, but this is an order for me, and all of these things I have not mastered, right? Like I am constantly working on every single one of these five categories. And I believe throughout our entire life, you'll work on all of these categories. You'll never perfect any of them because I just don't think it's possible. But the point is, is that we're continuously working to better ourselves in each one and understanding that there are multiple pillars in our life that create a life worth living, not just business, right? Not just family, like all of these things have to go into one and figure out how to put them together. So let's dive into the first one. First one for me, right? And a lot of you guys, because you guys have reached out to me and, and, and told me this, but the first one for me is faith, right? The first step to creating a life worth living for me is faith, is my relationship with God. I'm gonna give you guys a little backstory. When I was 19 years old, I was out of control, spiraling out of control. Um, you know, for some of you guys that know me, you know my dad was not really in my life. He was a uh, alcoholic. Uh, I call it a non-functioning alcoholic. Never had a job my whole life, and uh, never really saw him um, sober. Right, and so uh, when I was in high school, you know, I didn't realize how much that had affected me. Um, but I kind of developed a, and I didn't really even know this at the time, but I developed a drinking issue and I was drinking like crazy and, and partying and, and stuff like that. And, and long story short, when I was 19 years old, uh, I met this guy at an MMA class and he was a Christian and I was basically at rock bottom. Me and my, uh, girlfriend of a couple years had just broke up. Um, you know, I'm still a kid, right? Like, like big deal, but we had been together for a long time. And in the moment felt like it was just a massive deal. And I meet this guy and he starts to share uh, about God and his relationship with Jesus. Right. And I won't go too far into this because some of you guys may not even believe in God. And that's okay. I'm not pushing this on you. Um, but long story short, I started, I started to train with him one-on-one -on -one, and I got pretty good at MMA and fighting. And the whole reason I went to the class in the first place was because I was angry and I was getting in fights and I wanted to be better at fighting. Right. And so, you know, God orchestrated this thing where he sends me, where he, he directs me to this MMA class where the teacher happens to be a Christian. Long story short, I get saved. Right. I give my life to the Lord when I'm, um, uh, 19 and some odd months, right? And my life changed overnight when I did that. Um, I haven't drank since. I mean, I've had probably since I'm 29 now. So in the last 10 years, I've probably had less than, than, uh, 10 beers, probably not even probably five beers in the last 10 years. Um, so I, I stopped drinking overnight. Um, I've never partied again. I've, um, just, just life change. Like my, my group of friends is different. Um, all this kind of stuff. Right. And so faith to me is extremely important. And it's number one, because I believe without it, right. My life is in shambles without God. I don't know where I would be right now. Who knows if I'd even be alive, to be honest, like that was the spiral I was heading down. So faith to me is number one. And I'm not a legalistic Christian where, uh, I believe that, you know, God has a, a rule book for me that I have to follow. And if I don't, I'm going to hell. No, like I have a relationship with God. Like he's, he's a father, he's a friend. And I, you know, I want that relationship to be just like any other relationship I have. Right. And so 
Um, I'm a Christian and I live for God because I want to because of what he did for me, not because uh, there's a rule book telling me I have to live a certain way. I live a certain way because of what he did for me. Okay, so faith for me is number one. Number two, family. Now, this is a big one for most people, any human, decent human being, right, family. But I want you to think a little deeper. Like, I want you to think about, you know, what is it, you know, number two, family. Like, what is it that that makes that on the list a life worth living? Like, what is it inside of your family that you're doing that is, you know, doing something extraordinary. You guys know that I'm all about doing extraordinary things and being great at whatever it is you do. And so if you're a father, if you're a husband, a wife, whatever it is, you know, I want you to be the best husband, the best wife you possibly can be. And by the way, nobody's perfect at this either, right? And so for me recently, like I've, because I work a lot and because I'm constantly thinking about business things, I have to really force myself to be in tune with my family. And I have been um, specifically working on it recently where when I'm hanging out with my family, I'm hanging out with my family. Like, and this has been very hard for me because you guys know how smartphones are and I've got my email next to me and my Facebook and someone comments on our YouTube channel or somebody shoots us an email and wants to, you know, sign up for AdWords or do a deal or, or somebody's scheduling a job, whatever it is, right? Like it's all there all the time. But what I've realized is I haven't been living intentionally when I'm with my family. And so I want and I have begun to to learn how to live intentionally when I'm with them. Like, what can I do to be a better dad? Like, I look back and I say, man, if I don't if I don't respond to this email right now, right, is that okay? Like, what's more important? Like, like you being here in the moment with your kid, right, at the playground or you responding to this client right now rather than an hour from now. Okay, little things like that that I feel like I will look back on one day and go, that is what made me a good dad. That is what made me a good husband. That is what set me apart from average people. Okay, and I believe that that is a huge portion to creating a life worth living. For you, it might be something different, but number one is faith, number two is family in that order. Okay, you have to begin to look at how can I not just become an extraordinary business owner, but how can I become an extraordinary husband, extraordinary wife? Because that is a major pillar to living a life worth living, right? And number three, self care. Now, some could argue that number three, a self care, could be swapped with number two because without number three, you can't have number two, and, and right? But I put it as number three because my family comes first. And self-care is so important. It's something, it's probably the thing I am worst at. Like, it's the one thing that I talk myself out of all the time when really it should just become a, a habit. Like, what are you doing for yourself so you can have all these five pillars in place and live a life worth living? Because the reality is if you're burned out, if you're unhealthy, like if you're not in tune, then you cannot maintain all these other things I'm talking about. And so arguably, self-care is one of the most important things in your life, right? But the reality is, is most of us don't prioritize it or even think or talk about it at all. And so what are you doing in, in your life to to kind of re-energize yourself? What are you doing in your life to learn, to to better the way you think, to become more mentally tough, to become physically healthy, 
Like, are you working out? Are you out being active? What are you, are you eating clean? Like, like what are you doing to make sure that you are the best possible being you can be? So all these other pillars can fall into place and you can manage them. Self-care is massive, right? I don't know. I've, I've heard things like people, people schedule and they get massages twice a month and they go out and they treat themselves to that because that's a way for them to get rid of stress, right? I've heard about people using, uh, you know, physical activity in, in the gym and, and working out as a stress reliever on a regular basis. Um, there's just so many different things you can do, you know, listening to, to self-care podcasts and, and, and re-energizing yourself and surrounding yourself with certain people that will lift you up, not tear you down, right? Self-care is massive, when it comes to living a life worth living. Because the reality is, is life is hard. And the reality is, is you're going to get tired sometimes and business is going to wear you down. You're going to get burnt out. But if you're taking care of yourself and if you have strategies in place, right? Like most of us don't. But if you implement strategies in place so you're taking care of yourself so you know what to do when you begin to feel that burnout so you know what to do when you begin to feel tired and worn out and and a little bit lost and and you're, you're losing your sense of direction you've implemented the system in your life of what to do maybe that's you go on a vacation by yourself for a weekend right maybe that's you get a massage maybe that's whatever it is maybe you uh you go and and you dive into a specific hobby that gets your mind off of things i don't know it's different for everybody but self care is number 3 for living a life worth living and i i think it's arguably one of the most important things i'm going to talk about today so figure out what that is for you what is it that relieves stress don't abuse it right but use it number 4 this is a uh, near and dear topic to my heart. Uh, personal finance. Your personal finances will, how can I say this? Your personal finances will arguably uh, dictate the happiness of yourself, the, the happiness of your family, okay? And let me tell you why. Personal finance is in marriages alone, um, one of the main causes, not only for arguments, but for divorce. And the reason that is, is typically people get divorced over personal finance because they have mismanaged their finances in a way that has put them in a ball of stress and they argue and one person wants to budget, the other one doesn't, whatever the case is, and it leads to a divorce. It's actually one of the main causes to divorce is money, right? Which is crazy to me, but it's true. And so I put personal finance as number four, and I'm going to talk about what I believe personal finance should look like in a life worth living, okay? If you guys have listened to me for any length of time, you guys know that I always talk about how being debt-free is what allowed me to scale my home service business, okay? Not just debt-free in my company, but debt-free in my personal life. Some of you guys are going, well, how does that work? Well, it's simple. When you're debt-free in your personal life, it means you have fewer bills. It means you have fewer monthly reoccurring bills. You know, if you're in debt on your car, you have a car payment. Um, if you have a massive mortgage or credit card debt or student loans, right, then you have monthly bills that you have to pay every month. For me, it was the complete opposite. I, I didn't have any debt at all. I had no student loans. I had no car debt. Uh, when we first started my business, we were renting a house. So we paid $850 a month for our rental. 
and our electricity and our water and our food, right? And that was really it. That's all we had. And we lived kind of a plain Jane, boring life. But I knew that by doing that for a couple of years, it allowed me to pay myself less so I could reinvest more into the business, right? And so for some of you guys out there that have credit card debt and and you know vehicle debt and all this stuff, you're, you have to pay yourself more because you have to pay these bills, which therefore doesn't allow you to put as much money back into the business. So your business will grow much slower. So for me, being debt-free personally is massive at any stage, okay? I hate payments. I hate the idea of payments. I hate what payments do. Payments are not an asset to you and your family, right? They are not an asset. Why? Because assets generate you money, okay? When you have payments, they're taking away money. And I believe in order to create a life worth living, you have to begin to create wealth. You have to begin to invest into uh, retirement, into Roth IRAs. You have to begin to put uh, emergency funds away and, and have money. So cash. So next time you do need to buy a car, you can pay in cash for it. You need to put money away so you can purchase a home and, and live a, a lifestyle worth living without being in debt. Like, it's so funny. I hear a lot of people say like, like, Matt, I just don't understand, like, some of these clients' houses we service, you know, these these six, seven, eight million, two million dollar houses, like, I don't know how they do it. Like, they've got the sweet cars, they've got the nice house, the nice pool, they live on the lake, right? And um, I had a doctor tell me this once. He said, Matt, uh, you know, it's not that, you know, yeah, we make more money than most people, but it's not that we're better off than them. We just have different bills. And what I took from that was most people, right, regardless of what level they're at, they're just living a different lifestyle, but everybody's just as broke, okay? Everybody who's ha- who's stuck in payments, they're all just as broke. So the doctor that lives on the water that's got the nice boat and four jet skis, right, there's a good chance that he pays on those four jet skis and boat every single month right? You might be paying on your, your 2001 Honda Civic. He's paying on his 2018 Mastercraft, right? And so everybody's living a similar lifestyle. It's just at different levels and, and it's all broken. And so I'm a big believer that when you are debt-free, you are free. Like when you are debt-free, you are in charge of your life. Like when you have credit card debt or when you have boat debt or vehicle debt or student loan debt, like like that is controlling you. It is it is telling you what to do with your money. And I don't like things to tell me what to do with my money. I like to tell my money what to do. And you cannot do that unless you're debt-free. And so I want you guys to begin to strive at paying off all of your debt, including your home. Like, like that's the last thing you pay off, but it's just as important. Um, Dave Ramsey did a, a study and I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but it was a massive, a massive amount uh, of millionaires that they had uh, studied and interviewed. Um, one of the main things they had in common is that they were all debt free. Okay. And that's not a surprise to me, but the reality is, is they're all debt free because now they don't have to send their money to payments. They can put their money in things that make them more money. So I hope that makes sense, right? All right. So that's number four, personal finance. And then finally, number five is business. You guys are like, is he going to talk about it? Like, is it even on the list? It is. Um, 
I believe business is one of the main pillars to create a life worth living, especially as an entrepreneur for a few reasons. First, as an entrepreneur, it's what makes you happy, right? Like for me, sometimes my self-care is going to my business because I love it so much. It's, it's my hobby. It's, it's what I love doing, right? And so a lot of times I'm more at peace when I'm working on my business than if I'm not. And I know that business <clears throat> is, you know, one of the, the foundations that will allow you to become wealthy. It'll allow you to be debt-free. Um, it'll allow you to uh, do things with your family that you've never been able to do. It'll allow you to be generous. It, you know, it'll allow you to give to your church and give to people who need more. And, and it's an amazing, amazing tool, right, to create a life worth living. And so, you know, we talk about business on here all the time. I'm not going to go real deep into the business subject, but you guys know that creating a business that allows you freedom of your time so you can hang out with your family, uh, freedom of your finances, it makes you a lot of money. Like, I don't know about you, but those are two of the main reasons I got into business for myself was I wanted more freedom of my time. I do not like the idea of people telling me that I have to be somewhere between nine and five and them tell me what I have to do between those hours, right? I also don't like to have them tell me that I am worth X amount to work for them. Like, I don't like having a ceiling on my head. So for me, being an entrepreneur was the only way because never was I going to have somebody tell me what hours I was going to work, where I had to be at certain times, what I was allowed and what I'm not allowed to do. And then I'm also not going to have somebody tell me that, hey, uh, you make this amount of money. Like, I love the idea that I get to go to work every day and I'm going to make as much money as I want. Okay. And so business is my number five pillar. And, you know, like I said, these five things are what create a life worth living to me, right? Faith, family, self-care, personal finance, and business, okay? And that's just my list. Um, I would love to hear some of your guys' list. Shoot, shoot us an email. I, I'd love to see it. And, and tell me what is your top five things that you believe create a life worth living. And, you know, this is open for everybody. Like, like this isn't a you know, I'm trying to look for the word for it, but like, like there isn't a, a formula, um, for every single person that's the same, right? Everybody's a little bit different, but I believe that these five things I talked about today, you know, it, especially if you're a Christian, these five things, if you take them serious and you dive into them and you become extraordinary at them, your life will drastically be different. And at the end of your life, right? Like, like here's the deal guys at the end of my life, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to look back and go, man, like I did everything I could to live a life worth living. Like, and if I can say that, although I don't want to die, right? If I can say that, like, then I've done everything right. Like I've done everything I could. And that's the kind of life I want to live. And that's the kind of life I want you guys to live. So I know this was kind of a different podcast today. I thought it'd be fun to mix it up. Um, and this is the kind of stuff I think about a lot. Like I think about business a lot. But the other four things, honestly, I think about almost just as equal because I've just realized the older I get, like business is just one of the five pillars. It just is. And if I'm really good at business, but suck at everything else, then my life's just going to be kind of sucky, you know, but if I'm great at all of it, like if I'm, I'm doing the best I can at all of it, I believe that I'm going to live an extraordinary life and I'm going to live a life worth living. 
This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.